Hills Radio 88.9 FM and online at hillsradio.com.au. That's correct. It's that time again. I'm semi-organised, doing things uh, as much as I can at Here the we same go. time. Welcome to the Simo Show, 8 till 10pm for your Monday evening, people. How are you feeling? Are you good? I'm good. I'm really good. It's a great day. What an afternoon <laughs> we're having. Like great day. Afternoon, evening. It's just been, it's been delightful, really. That's it. This is Simon saying his name. Josh saying his name next to him. Oh, hi, and I'm, I'm Mim. <laughs> that's it, introducing hey. herself, uh, Mim Sa. Is that how I say your last name? I'll get sure it. Is. That's it, I'll say it once and I'll get it right for the rest of the Mim evening. Sarsparella joining us in the studio. <laughs> that's right. Actually, that, that was my, um, my dad's nickname when he played footy. Because he, really? he didn't drink, so nice. he was Sarsparella. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew that, actually. That yeah, was, you that, did that's, your how, that's the levels of research we go to yeah. here on Simo's show. I'm very, afraid. very not cool. That, not that Simo goes to that level of research. That's just what I'm doing as co host. Yes, so I've been <laughs> doing. My one and only job is to find that one obscure fact about our guest every week and then just go from there. Really? Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, we're in there like, this, like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, uh, that's it. That's it. Now it's one hour and 59 minutes of just me knowing <laughs> nothing about you, unfortunately. But yeah, so we're going to ask all the heavy questions. Uh, hold up. First of all, I've got, let me see if I have time this right because I've got the hives here. Can I, can I, hey, let's just get this off to a flying start. Hives is this followed by hives? There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> now. Not quite sure what that meant, but I like but it's, it. It's okay. I, like it's, it. I just like an explosion to begin things. Yeah, good. Nah. Now. Uh, once again, what's that track by uh, the... Yeah, nah, you've lost me already. Oh, I know that... the one you're thinking of, the, the one we always use. Yes. Every week that you'd think someone would have organised and ready to go. Oh, I, I'm getting on the, there. On the drop of a hammer, but not quite. Oh, tonight. never fear. It yeah. is here, good hey. people. Okay, welcome to the Simo Show, 8 till 10pm. Hi, Mum. Hi, Dad. Welcome to the show. You're here with Simon, Josh and Mim. What we've got for you on the program tonight is a little bit about uh, musical theatre in Adelaide. Uh, one particular thing that I'm really, really interested in is have you heard of a mosquito festival? I have, n- I have now. Apparently you win by getting bitten the most amount of times, which makes you either the Tastiest Girl or the Tastiest Guy Award. Pretty cool, right? Oh, that's that's, that's that my kind of festival. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> but brilliant. We've also got a little bit of Olympics for you. How many things can do you think you can get done in 10 seconds? Well, Usain Bolt can get about 100 metres done. So we're going to... Uh, I, get, I can get up from the couch in un- just under 10 <laughs> seconds. Uh, that's my PB. After copping... <laughs> and I'm just waiting for couch sitting to become an Olympic sport and then I'm, in, I'm right in there. After copping a cork thigh, I am. I struggle to get anywhere near that kind of pace. But yes, Josh, if you could achieve absolutely anything, any of your hopes and dreams in ten seconds. In ten seconds, yeah. Would, what would it be, and how would you go about it? In in ten seconds, I'd really like to. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll I'd time you. Complete. Oh, we're going to time me. I don't know. You're gonna. <laughs> I, I'll take ten seconds to think of something I want to do first. Oh, then nice. I, then actually getting it done in those ten <laughs> seconds would be another story completely. I don't know. Like I. Let's let, climb, climb, climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah? yeah. In I, 10 I'm, seconds. I'm not green enough that I want to climb Mount Everest in 10 seconds. That's just ridiculous. You can do that. <laughs> Mount Kilimanjaro, though, I might have a solid chance for Much more manageable. Climb the mountain of clothes in my bedroom that I like. So what, how would you achieve that in 10 seconds? You'd probably need some kind of device. It's like that age-old thing about Santa Claus. So you'd have to go out so fast that you'd be instantly evaporated. And so do any kids that are listening. <laughs> Instantly, oh, if, it's, if you're listening, nice. go to bed, kids. You, your parents should be looking after <laughs> you. It's bedtime. You should Santa, not. Santa would have to go to go around the world and get every uh, house in the world that has a child in it. Santa would go so fast that he'd be evaporated instantly. Yeah, right. So I'd feel like I'd have to go that fast, and then I'd feel like the ten seconds just wasn't really like a worthwhile. 
not, not I, I wouldn't I'd only get like 0.1 of a second out of my 10 seconds worth mm. of fame so. exactly well that's all it took <laughs> Usain Bolt right because apparently like okay 9. so 9.82 9.81 well, well my like issue that. is I watched it did you watch it Mim did you see I it? watched a replay yeah uh, at what point uh, would, after the gun went where was he dead last yeah Something uh, close yeah, to Yeah, he, he missed the start, I think. He yeah. was actually still warming up in the change rooms down <laughs> yeah. the back of the stadium. Yeah. Hadn't even put his shoes on exactly, yet. Exactly, yeah. He <laughs> was still putting his shoes on when yeah. the gun went. And then... Uh, Not that that stopped him, because remember in London, I think he won a, the gold medal with his shoe untied. Yeah. So. Now, now, the whole thing went for 10 seconds, right? 9.8. How long did he lead the race for? Probably about 0.8, oh, 0.8, 0.8, one of those 9.81 <laughs> seconds. Not a bad gig, if you ask me, really. Just rocks up, runs up. I mean, Do you reckon it's like a it's like a thing that he's doing that he is just like challenging himself now? He's like, I know I'm gonna win. Do you reckon I can do it like if I miss the start? Do you reckon I could do it with the shoelace just, untied? Do you reckon it's like, like all of us? He sits there on the starting block and going, you know, I feel like I might give them a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a glimmer of hope today. <laughs> might just might just go easy for the first fifty and then just bring it home in the second fifty. My favourite um, concept has actually been that you know how it's been he's high it's been a high high profile uh, in regards to the amount of training he's been doing. It's probably actually just to slow him down, just to like bring <laughs> yeah. him down to everyone else's level. Coach like, is going. You're, saying, you're, you're going. Saying you're too fast. Mate. Yeah, you're too fast. Just, just, just slow. We're trying down. to make a spectacle here. We don't want you to just be out the door at the Macca's eating your chicken nuggets yep. uh, while everyone's still running the first. The that last happened, right? Minutes. World champions. That was that was, oh that was his the day he won the hundred meters in uh, London or Beijing. I think it was Beijing this time. And he had like forty chicken nuggets before the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was his. That was his lunch before the race. And he, his excuse was that was the only thing I knew what was in them. Yeah, I'm like, really? You know what's in a McNugget? <laughs> that's impressive. Protein. <laughs> but what that's, kind that's of protein? <laughs> Where's the protein from, uh, Simo? That's what we're wondering yeah. about. Wait. So ten seconds, Mim. What? What? What would? How? How have you best? How could you best spend ten seconds? I feel like. I, if if I could just get a whole bunch of like chores done and just not have to think about them oh. again. Oh, that's it. I can set a house on fire in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, get, that'd get all the chores done. Yeah, I, actually, like, I, I just have so much cleaning that I need to do that yeah. I just don't want to, yeah. That's the most boring answer. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Well, no, Josh has made that fun because I have seen the man. Uh, I have seen. I like to make things fun. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I have seen the man wield uh, methylated spirits and and ignition <laughs> like a madman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really quite never something. grew out of that Maybe stage. Not to invite you over when I'm cleaning. I never grew out of that stage where you. Well, you fire won't be cleaning you. anymore because you won't have to. <laughs> that's what I. That's the service I provide. That's Don't, it. Never clean your house again. <laughs> that's my slogan. Good evening, By ladies. Any means necessary. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is on radio right now. You're on 88.9 FM. Have a track. Settle down. This is called Vertigo because it's exactly what you're going through and we're going to go into the interview with Mimsa right after this. That's not the track. That doesn't That's sound like there. Here we, we go. go. What a start. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. The, the abrupt stops. I'm becoming well known for them. It's something that I like to bring. <laughs> that was fresh. Uh, Mim, you're ambivalent uh, towards the, the Bono. I am... Why, why, why is that? Isn't, she's not alone on that. Is though. that? Is it because he's Irish? Is he Irish? He is. Yes. Proudly Irish. Yeah. I, I No, I have nothing against the Irish. <laughs> uh, I don't that, know. It's just, potatoes. you know, <laughs> just doesn't do a lot for me. Was it because, um, I mean, it was well documented, in fact, that lots of people were upset that he gave away his album for free and then it just appeared on everyone's <laughs> devices? 
I think that, you know, I'm, I'm so bad at updating my phone and everything yeah. that I think I've just missed that boat completely. I think I dodged that bullet by just being so out of date with all my <laughs> You're updates. Lost. You're lost. You're that, was, lost. That, was, that was the best thing about confirming an interview with Mim was the fact that I did it weeks in advance and then I, I just was just trying to make sure that it was happening and then I just didn't hear anything. It was just it was radio Solid. silence. Yep. Solid. But it's beautiful. I like to keep you in suspense, really. Living in the moment. And then I got here before you did. Yeah, you did. So That's not <laughs> unusual. <laughs> it's not unusual at all. I think all. that's the, the seventh week in a row we've had people rock up before Simo here. So so which one's your favourite U2? Favourite song, album, member. Member. Oh, your favourite U2. Is that what they? What are they called? What's the thing? U2er? Yeah. U2-y? <laughs> uh, a U2-y. I do like my that. A U2-y? Oh, look, it's, it's a toss-up between Bono, Edge, Larry and Adam. I mean, I, yeah. Those four I'd have to pick out. That'd be my top four. Yeah, well, deliberate on that uh, during this. Hills Radio is now available on your smartphone or tablet. Download our app at hillsradio.com.au or find us on TuneIn. That's it. Welcome back into the studio. Yes, oh, here we people, go. just in case you're listening to us somehow through a, uh, a coat hanger. The of the internet. Yeah, a coat <laughs> hanger combined to your car and only a barely getting a signal. Line just straight out of the ground. Yeah. Um, uh, if Congratulations so. on free internet. That's great. <laughs> yeah, if, Good for you. If so, hi MacGyver, how you doing? Um, <laughs> and, uh, He's listening in South America <laughs> with a, a paper clip and a piece of newspaper he's found as well. Yeah, from the past. So That's, that's impressive. Yeah, it's a good effort. I had to get good reception on that mullet. Yeah, you can swap over, in fact, to the app if you wish uh, and get a nice clear signal straight from the but internet. Do it during a song so you don't miss out on any of the yes. quality banter that we've got going well, on. Well, we can give you a countdown now because Mim's about to tell us all about... Oh, should we do so one? So you want him to change while we're doing the yeah, interview? Right is that, no, quickly. You've got high hopes for this one. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that starting? Is that, is that on? Uh, I think it is on. Okay, right. So we go. We'll, we'll do a three. We'll Let's do, do it. Countdown. Ready? Right. Four, five, five, four, four three, three, two, one. And Welcome to the radio go. stream, people. Four. Mim, who are you and what are you about? Right. So uh, my name is Mim Saar. Uh, it's short for Millicent, but Mim is just easier. Um... And so I am studying at the University of Adelaide. I'm doing uh, law and French, which See how it is. I'm outnumbered I really here. love. Flind- Flinders um, University graduates to Adelaide University graduates. Yeah. The ratio is not great in this room. <laughs> um, that's, that's why I'm here, right? You just wanted to... If I rock up yeah. with my head on a stick out the front of the studio, you, you, know, you know what happened, viewers, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Still getting used to this. Not a visual medium. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I'm a student, but uh, in a lot of my free time, I don't have a lot of free time uh, because... Well, I, you fill it, don't you? Well, I, I feel it, exactly. Um, I do a lot of uh, amateur theatre around Adelaide, very uh, heavily involved in that scene, which I love. And uh, yes, yeah, do a lot of musicals and uh, all sorts of musically things where I can. Uh, I'm a singing teacher and uh, yeah. So while I'm sort of studying some uh, bit more uh, hard-hitting kind of legal stuff, uh, my, my real passion is in the musically areas. Do you try and find uh, jobs in musicals and theatre about uh, starring lawyers just to increase your knowledge a bit more? I should do. Well, I mean, I did Legally Blonde a couple of years ago. So, Halfway there, really. Um, I mean, yeah, basically. You're going to do as a sequel and then you'd be qualified, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Professional yeah. Reese Witherspoon impersonator. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess those are the 
big bits of my life. Well, you've got yeah. a you've got a wonderful uh, kind of you've got wonderful commas in your bio. What's what what can you tell us about those? You've got what there's. Uh, there's, I can't even remember them. What what do you you define yourself oh, as? Is this, okay, um, I think it's. I've got uh, them here. I've got them here. Thespian is one of them. Yeah. Um, actually, I did a show once where, you know how like you get psyched up with the the cast members mm-hmm. before the shows, um, and we always would do like one two three and like, say something. Yeah. And it was always one two three thespians, <laughs> but very very quickly it turned into <laughs> one two three lesbians. <laughs> That's the um, worst. Uh, I don't know. Chant it's, ever. Quite, it's quite good. <laughs> one, two, three. I mean, they're, they're, come on, how old are they? They'd be probably a bit younger. Sorry? This is last week? When was this? This was a couple it's of years. It's the name yeah. of the lamest football team ever, the Thespians. No, no, no. I joined that team. Excellent. Yeah. So, yes, uh, Thespian is one of my yeah, uh, titles. Yeah, it's a good one. I'd, I I'd, guess. I'll have to install that on mine also. Um, what, what else? You got herbivore, which I like. I yes, I am a herbivore. I am a uh, eater of greenery and all things planty. So first things first. Shout out to Kane. Shout out to Kane. First but of all, does it actually give you superpowers? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. She, you, you notice she didn't bring a car to the studio, right? Soon. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> Hopped on. Yeah, I just, I just. I was uh, gonna say, do I need? Flew here from I really should have brought my alfoil helmet. Imagine if you were a vegan and still a virgin, Simon. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. You'd, you'd, no, but then <laughs> imagine, imagine the powers. Oh, it would be all unreal. The, the powers for, for days, it. really. Uh, and, but, but like, no, for real. Like, I have like vegan. You know, they're not superpowers, but like, I can like skim a menu. Oh, that, oh that, really? That's what I would do with my ten seconds. Yeah. Like, okay. Skim a menu, lightning pace, and can tell you whether or not I can like eat anything on it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. What, would, I, your, what I would your superhero name be then? Oh. Like menu girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really got a ring to it. Uh, um, a la carte lady. <laughs> 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 oh, no, it would have to have something French, so it would be a la carte maitre d'. Well, yeah. I'm right? Sure. A la carte mademoiselle. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The French vegan. Well, yeah, catch the... Uh, I don't think there are a lot of those. Catch French the uh, new Simo vegans. Show comic out this week. <laughs> um, uh, it'll, be, it'll be sure to be... Totally original. Didn't need <laughs> any help coming up with any of the ideas in it. Well, that's it. We're going to... The gonna, adventures uh, of Alicarte, Mademoiselle and Kilimanjaro Man, which is myself, really. <laughs> well, we're going to take... Terrible uh, superpowers. We're going to take Mim's superpower. We're going to pretend that we have it and we're going to laser in on Mim uh, right after this track. And we're really going to get to the crux of what she's about. We'll work out a bit of Delving history. Delving into the, the deep That's center. it. What is it called? An investigative. The chewy nougat center like of Mim's crunchy right. chocolate exterior. <laughs> <laughs> investigative journalism. <laughs> the Abruptness. Welcome to The Abrupt Show. The Simo right. Show. So abrupt. I'm very abrupt. Speaking of abrupt, uh, would you like to say your name very quickly? Mimsa. Hey, there we go. All right, Mimsa. <laughs> First and foremost, you mentioned that obviously you're doing uh, law at university. I am. Yeah. What what drew you to that? What like did you watch a lot of Suits or? Uh, well, I have got into Suits recently, and it's it's getting me more excited about yeah. my law degree. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, well, my dad is a lawyer. Okay. He, um, actually teaches law at UniSA. Um, sorry, Dad, that I went to Adelaide. Um, <laughs> but I guess... Um, Take that, parents. <laughs> um, I remember being a kid and wanting to be a lawyer because I was really good at arguing. And um, 
I think just was really good at sticking up for myself and like presenting a case. Like I would go to my parents and be like, I think that I deserve a raise in pocket money for X, Y, and Z <laughs> reasons. Um, but uh, I think also as I got a little bit older, just kind of realised that um, I was really interested in like, social justice and um, wanted to, I guess, find a way that I could implement that. And um, yeah, I feel like I was engaging with stuff that I felt was important and um, yeah, so that's that's my main motivation for being a law student, I guess. So is there a specialisation that begins to happen doing a law degree? Um, I guess I'm, I'm still at the stage where I'm doing core subjects, okay. um, but eventually I guess I will specialise. The unfortunate thing about law is that you kind of take whatever job's available, like especially in Adelaide, there's not a great um, job pool that you can um, pick from, but... Um, I guess... What would you... If you could choose... If I could choose, I would really, really like to do um, human rights law or um, environmental law. Those are my two um, big sort of areas that I'm particularly passionate about. Unfortunately, being a human rights lawyer in Australia isn't totally viable because we don't really have declaration of human rights. Of human rights. In, yeah. in Australia. I just, we just don't what have... What a terrible, it. terrible problem to have. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, hopefully something like that will crop up. But um, in the meantime, I, I like being a student. I like not having <laughs> to think about my future just yeah. yet. Yeah, Simo's going to his second or third year degree now? Just oh, many, Continuously many. putting off those decisions about the future. My, um, my LinkedIn profile is a mile wide. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned that you were very good at arguing and this is something that you've managed to uh, take with you into some of the, the musical interests that you had because you recently were in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, where you did a lot of arguing. I was, yes. So um, I played Sally Brown, who is um, I, definitely up there and like one of my favourite roles to date. Like she is um, a really, really awesome character and I just identified with her so much. Like I'm pretty sure that I was Sally Brown when I was like four and five. Now she's uh, from the Charlie Brown comics, She correct? sure is. Yep. Yeah, she's Charlie Brown's younger sister. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. And you, what, what did you, uh, so you just in, yeah, did you kind of find a lot in common with that character? Yeah, it was one of those roles that, that we were at the first read through and I just what was on the page just made so much sense to me and it just um how i felt like i had to say it and and how i felt like the characterization just came very very naturally um yeah i guess the character was always there because i didn't have to, it wasn't much of a stretch like i already felt like i was the character so yeah that and was that super was cool. that was 2015 sure was yeah and um, so May 2015. how often do you how, how how many shows do you do a year um i've done up to three in one year, I wow. think. Um, but last year I did two. Yep. This year I've done one. So we're nice and, you know, we're mellowing. I'm, you know, learning to um, organise my time a little bit better. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it depends on the year and, and what's going on and what I get cast in and stuff. But, yeah. So you, you have, like, you will you go to an audition like already knowing the show and, and really getting involved in it? Or do you tend to just audition for things, anything that's kind of happening? I'm a bit of a musical nerd. Okay. So um, I tend to be pretty familiar with a lot of the stuff um, that people are putting on. And 
I will get really excited about shows that I know really well. Like, for example, um, this year uh, I was in I was in Wicked and um, I've, like, known that soundtrack backwards, like, since it was released. So, um, yeah, rocked up to the audition, like, feeling pretty confident knowing my material. But, what, what is Wicked yeah. about? Oh, massive. Oh, come. Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, this is disclaimer. This is not for Simon today. <laughs> he totally, I he completely that. knows what he's talking about. I um, honestly, uh, wicked. I reckon it would be. I think that's probably about a couple of people that travel to Byron Bay in one of those vans, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think there is a musical in that. Yeah. Isn't that a sequel to Wolf Creek. No. <laughs> yes. no <not> that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something in that. Um, so Wicked is the uh, untold story of the uh, witches that appear in The Wizard of Oz. Um, so it was originally a book by, I want to say, Jeffrey Maguire. That sounds right. I apologise. Uh, we'll, we'll get Kane we on to that. We have a fact we checker. Oh, um, amazing. Yes, so he Resident will be in on the text line relatively shortly oh, for us. Cheers. Uh, that's handy. Um, watch <laughs> no, it's I, not. You're, you're <laughs> not I'm going to watch what I say now. Show. It's not handy at all. <laughs> um, One little slip up and he's right on uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so essentially... Um, Wicked is a oh well, it's a prequel and then it sort of overlaps with Wizard of Oz. So it essentially shows that um, the Wicked Witch of the West, so she's the the green creepy lady who flies around like oh fly my pretties. Um, she um, you can see she's an, I couldn't yeah. be able to do that. I do that. <laughs> Seamless um, fly my line. <laughs> Um, so uh, that character's name is Elphaba in this show and uh, then there's Glinda the Good Witch who you also see in Wizard of Oz. Um, so the story dates back to when they were at school together and it actually shows that while they were kind of uh, arch nemesis, nemesis? Did we say nemesis? Sure. Um, to begin with, like, they, they butt heads to start with but uh, then become really good friends and um, become really close and... It's just a different perspective that shows that um, the Wicked Witch of the West is not so wicked after all, which is kind of cool. Um, and so you were hang on, where was the spoiler alert there? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> where was the disclaimer? Well, here we go. Let's uh, let's people let people recover from that with uh, some community <laughs> announcements and a track by Robbie Williams. That's <laughs> that's Josh just dying. whoa dying in the background. Wow. Welcome back. This is Simon saying his name. This is Simon also saying Josh's <laughs> name. <laughs> We've gone. We've lost him. Yeah, it's yeah. Joshy. How are you going? Mim's over Oh, yeah, and I, I missed I, you guys. Mim. Hey. What's happening? Yeah, We missed you over those four minutes. So, obviously, you know a lot about the wicked thing. I do. Uh, I could probably give you, like, a one-woman show of yeah. it right now. We did, like, 21 performances or something. Wow. So Fring- it's pretty ingrained in my brain. <laughs> Fringe is coming up. Yeah. So we, we'll, we'll see if we can do that. This is true. I mean, the Simo Show will produce that, right, Josh? Oh, yeah, we, um, we've got that budget. I think we will. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> what did you – what were you cast as? What, what were you performing as? So I was in the ensemble. Yep. Uh, I was the understudy for Glinda and I played one of her – sort of minions she had a couple of like um girls at school who would would fawn over her so i was one of those which was lots of fun yeah um so yeah so i was in the ensemble for most of the show but in the couple of the schoolyard scenes i was yeah, cool. one of glinda's 
And so, so it's Glenda. Sorry, just to backtrack, mm-hmm. Glenda. Glenda's the the green one, right? <laughs> She, no. no, she's, she's not the, the other green. one. She's oh. the other one. She's the so I was going to say, if she was a green one, like, did you transform from one of those minions into the flying monkey? <laughs> but okay, now that's the. That's I mean, a, no, no, we, we did have people playing flying monkeys. Like, the costumes were ridiculous. They were awesome. Like, they had these, like, wings that pop out, and they, they were terrifying. Like, they were so realistic. Yeah. <laughs> that's. And so, what? There was costume changes. How was that then? If there were these tremendous kind of costumes, there were so many costume changes. How how like was we that? We would we would get to the end of the matinee, and the daunting thing was not the whole idea of because like, we we'd have we every Saturday we did um, we did um, two shows in a day, and we get to the end of the matinee and be like we have to do another show, but it wasn't the whole idea of like going through the motions of the show that it was exhausting. It's like, I can't believe that I have to change my clothes again so many times. <laughs> so did you get to the stage where you could perform a costume change quicker than Usain Bolt could run 100 metres? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I definitely could. I definitely had some costume changes that were... Faster you know, than Bolt? Yeah. Mim Thunder. It's like one of those it's like one of those those Formula One pit stops you see when the person just runs in and stops and then there's a team of people just descend on them. Mm, pretty we, much. They got a stopwatch and they're they're refueling, like chucking I, a Red Bull down them as quick as they I, can. I just had an idea. We need to uh get a cost costume change uh commentated by F one like, Formula yeah. One commentating. Except they well, yeah, they just they, they sit there in silence and watch the car get get the pit stop and oh, do they? they don't say it well, oh, so okay, it'd be right. the most, it would be, it'd be easy to do. I mean you just Silence, but but so back to Wicked. Which not an Olympic sport. I don't on think. paper, which character in the future do you think you'd like to have a crack at? I would still really like to play Linda. Yeah, uh, because understudying is soul crushing. <laughs> um, no, it was great. Um, Kat, who played Linda, was phenomenal. Um, but yeah, she's um, probably one of the roles that I'd still really like to have a crack at. And, and I mean, I know it now because I um, learnt the whole show anyway, so I'm... And what is your favourite moment from the show? Uh, that I was a part of? I There's this one scene where there's this angry mob that's going after Elphaba. So Elphaba's the green one for your reference. Right? <laughs> ah, the wicked witch. Um, yes. And uh, so essentially what happens is, again, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, um... She uh, appeals to the wizard because um, the animals are being oppressed. So in this universe, uh, animals can talk and um, uh, live alongside humans. And uh, the animals are being oppressed and being phased out of society. And so uh, because she has these powers that she can't control, um, one of the the teachers at the school recognises that she's really special. So she says, you know what, I'll, I'll cultivate these magical powers that you have and we'll take you to the wizard and um, she wants to appeal to the wizard to say, you know, these bad things are happening to the animals, we need to fix it. Um, but it turns out that the wizard's actually behind it all, so she kind of rebels against that, and because she's rebelling, the wizard sets up this whole um, sort of propaganda against her and tries to turn all of the citizens of Oz against her, which is what we see in The Wizard of Oz. Um, so there's this one scene where there's this huge angry mob who are going after her, and... Um, that whole that whole number that scene where we were the angry mob going on and singing um the march of the witch hunters was was my favorite scene by far it was the best um in that scene she rises is that correct? Is that the one I'm thinking Ooh, of? Not so quite that's yet. Defying that's a gravity. bit that's a bit later. Uh, that's a bit earlier. Oh, is it? Yeah, so that's okay. the end of act 1. Right. Sort of in middle to the end of act 2 is yeah. the, the So is there a musical hunters. number like during this? Is uh the the witch hunter scene? 
Yeah, the, the, the scene that is your fa- that is your favorite yes. moment. What is this track? Just so we know. So it's uh, it's called the March of the Witch Hunters. Okay, so, so people be able to, to the tune of Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <I believe. laughs> yes, Axel didn't get cast in it, unfortunately. Um, Slash played one of those little ugly flying things. Although I'm, sh- I'm sure he, he's been painted green on more than one occasion. <laughs> I don't think he's just that color now. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, so in this number, we just got to get, get like super, super angry. And um, a friend and I, um, right before we went on stage, we would go like, um, we have this uh, politician who the both of us are not a big fan of. You can I'm name them. We're, we're a big fan <laughs> of naming and shaming politicians here. So yeah. we were just there like side stage, like trying to get angry, going, just think of Christopher Pine, think of Christopher Pine. And we'd just like rock on, up on stage and just be super mad. He's your local electorate, isn't he, Josh? He is, yeah. the, uh, the local member. Yeah, that's, that's it. Good old Christopher Pine. Now you've been probably in listening in right now. <laughs> hey, We're not listening in anymore. He's <laughs> turned off, but he's too busy listening to the soundtrack of Wicked. Uh, now you've been doing musical theatre for a long time. Theatre Bugs is where you kind of treaded the boards, it cut is. your teeth, yeah. And now you've come full circle and you're teaching the little buggers. Yes, I am. It's the best. Actually, Facebook told me today. Thanks, Facebook, that I've been working there two years today. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I started out there as a five-year-olds. Wow. Uh, so back in 99. Um, Makes me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's She was five, I, you were seven? Nine. Nine! Nearly ten. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was eight turning nine. Um, yeah, so I was there for nearly ten years, did a bunch of shows there and um, then um, was sort of like part of their like elite performance troupe for a couple of years and elite. then elite oh yeah <laughs> oh, yes, of course. not trying to blow the old uh, <laughs> blow the old trumpet there but. um but i guess yeah the reason that i was able to get the job was that they were like trying to find new assistants and stuff and and just kind of was using that pool of the old scholars from the um show bugs which is their um the the group of students who they have like particularly for the like, public performances and stuff yeah so um what's been your favorite moment throughout your theater bugs that you can think of you can don't have to narrow it down to one as a teacher or as a student oh uh, you're narrowing it down uh, <laughs> <laughs> um probably as a teacher i have um just this one little student who i completely adore um she's um my little superstar and I started out teaching her singing uh, almost as soon as I started working there. So it would it'd be going on nearly two years. And um, to start off with, like, she, she always had a good voice and she was always a strong singer, but to start off with, like, some of her pitch was a bit shaky and um, some of her projection wasn't, like, where it could be. And um, just seeing her perform in the last, um, the last set of performances that we've had, like, she has come so so far and it was just really really rewarding to um um to see her progress and to um see how much she's developed that's probably my favorite moment so far yeah to get to see the growth and development Mm -hmm. be present in that yeah definitely what about as a student Mm, you were one of those once student sorry you were one of those once i I was i was um just rocked up one day can i teach yeah (laughs) (laughs) um as a student, I really liked doing. I think my last show that I did there was um, Little Mermaid. So um, it was 
one that a staff member had written, so it was loosely based on um, the Disney version, but I think for copyright reasons it was loosely based. Um, and the small so, mermaid. <laughs> the diminutive. The diminutive. <laughs> The, sl- the slightly less noticeable. Just get out mermaid. your thesaurus. <laughs> it goes um, the other way, just to try and confuse. She starts off as a human, then turns into a mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Just to try to throw off those copyright the whole, dogs. The whole thing's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> she starts. It's a heartwarming tale about a woman who gains the ability to talk. <laughs> um, yeah. So I played a walrus in this production. Oh, always wanted Brilliant. to play one of those. Um, so. Myself and uh, two of my friends, we were a walrus, a penguin and a polar bear, I think. And it, w- it was like there was this nice like political undertones where we were the narrators and we were like saying, you know, our home is melting and that's why we're in the sea trying to help Ariel because um, global warming and et cetera. So, um, oh, that moment is so brilliant. I actually have a point about this, which I'll bring back right <laughs> after this. I look forward to it. Hills Radio 88.9 FM and online at hillsradio.com.au. Okay, that particular scene, I may or may not have seen it done uh, by another amateur theatre company. Sure. And it may or may not have had uh, someone with, uh, that is, uh, in fact, a sibling of the Simo show. <laughs> And uh, there is a moment in the in the show where the ship's going crazy and 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 everyone's like whoa right now there was a particular Gail Junior who did you participate. Really name them. They're probably not <laughs> listening right now, so it's not going to embarrass. Benny, them. how you going? I love you so Brendan. dearly. Brendan, yeah, yeah. Big now, Benny. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, all the as as an act as an actor, what happens when everyone's like they're walking over the ship as it's kind of whoa, it's in the mm. storm. Now. He, he his character obviously had nerves of steel because his character or just him well, either or because he's <laughs> he was he was in charge of swapping the deck throughout that entire scene <laughs> so the the, the drama teacher's obviously told him okay now you're going to swap the deck okay but then so it gets fun. to the point where the the ship's rocking and everyone's tripping over and falling overboard and he's looking around going what is going on <laughs> he continued swabbing the deck. He's very. I'm making sure this role. is clean, and his ability is balance. The character <laughs> was unbelievable. It's actually Magneto <laughs> yeah. swabbing a deck. He's yeah, he is dedicated. He, he is the perfect soldier that you would want on a boat. So that doing that show as a junior was something that was particularly special for you. Yeah, that was well. That was my last show. Uh, at Theatre Bugs as a student, and uh, it's probably my my favourite one to date. Yeah, brilliant. We're going to have something a little funky and then we're going to get into the uh, guest challenges I'm and excited. all the crazy bits and bobs Favorite that the show has I. to offer. <laughs> and, uh, thank you uh, so much for that. That was wonderful learning a little bit more and we're gonna, I'm sure oh, we're going to learn fun. how funny you are <laughs> throughout the next... <laughs> we get, yep, through the next... How long, Josh, have I got? Uh, one hour, 13 minutes and 33 seconds. That's it. Mim, 32, 31, Mim, 30... Oh, what? <laughs> Mim bringing all the quality to the Simo show <laughs> and Josh bringing all the repetition. And the timing. Simon bringing the stutter. There you go, abrupt stops. All <laughs> about it. abrupt stop. That's what I specialise in. That's actually how I picked my, my uh, what are they called? Not podcasts, what are they? They're playlists. So I was like, tonight we're just going to 
everything's going to stop suddenly. You have to be ready. You have to be ready to go, ready to rumble. Speaking of ready to rumble, what have we got here, Josh? What would you like first? Let's do interview. Let's do the face-off first. Okay, face-off. Face-off. Now, basically what this is, Mim, yeah. is you will, in fact, your score will be pitted against all other competitors on the Simo show, so no pressure. Secondly, no, no pressure, but Amy Correa last week did get five out of five. Yeah, did get. She set the bar extremely high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sent me searching for some harder examples. But have you got more than five this week? No, it's Be- just the five again okay, this right. week. We've got to keep the even playing field. Yeah, so. five. I, I feel like we need a bigger score. We need to increase yeah. it. Okay, yeah, well, just we'll... make it multiples of five. So these are. Uh, Each answer's worth a <laughs> hundred points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're going to go out of five hundred. So uh, Amy, sorry. Enjoy. If if Vin gets one question <laughs> no right, Amy's instantly down the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the leaderboard. Yeah. So the way this works, this is interview face off. Now you'd be familiar with the fame with face off. The famous film? John Woo movie, Nicolas Cage, John Travolta. No. You're going to have to fill me in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Basically, my, my film knowledge is atrocious. Oh, this will be good then. <laughs> <laughs> Might actually stump some people. I know, that's it. She's too busy working on her career and stuff in law to be... <laughs> to Who's got time rather, for that? You've got to be right? studying your Cage and Travolta filmography, yeah. really. That's, that's what we're it. doing. So basically, this is a test of your knowledge, particularly of Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Yes. Right. So. <laughs> now, last last week we did uh, we did movie characters, so they were characters played by the Nicholas Cage or John Travolta. We've changed it up this week. Mm-hmm. This week it's going to be. I'm just going to give you the the title of a movie. You can phone a friend at any time, but okay. don't because he's normally wrong. <laughs> don't because I'm always wrong. <laughs> I think he played this. He played this one last uh, week yeah. and he got zero. Yeah, I got, five. I got, got zero for both segments. So have we got Simo? Have we got the cough lined up? Because uh, I really enjoyed. I was listening to the podcast last week because I enjoy the sound of my own voice that much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we so had the good. cough coming to the end. It was one of the the better um, moments that I really one of the big, okay. better sound effects we've had. So um, yeah, just trying I mean, to find it. Somewhere. Can, we, can we get it? <laughs> no, no, that's definitely, that's not, definitely the cough. not it. Uh, <laughs> Basically, Simo will get 20 seconds on the clock and then when the 20 seconds yeah. are up, you're going to hear this something. noise. Yeah, no, 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 not this noise, but this. you'll hear something. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's 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 a little uh, cough sound. A little cough sound. You'll hear it. We're waiting. <laughs> nah, okay. No, no, just talk amongst yourselves. I'll continue looking. So you uh, know how you like, watch game shows or listening to stuff and... <laughs> Um, like the answers are super obvious and you're like screaming at your TV or radio and the contestants got, got no clue and it's really frustrating. I feel like a lot of that's going to happen very Except soon. Except there will be people at home screaming, I don't know the answer either. <laughs> Amy will be like, going, it's Nicholas Cage. <laughs> we may need to go for the, uh, I think it's lost in the uh, abyss Speaking of sound noise, effects. Any noise. Uh, bow and arrow? Nah, but, what? what the... Yeah, right. No, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a 20-second noise. Yeah, but, yeah. When it stops playing, your time's up. Yeah, how about this one? <laughs> yeah, right. The, that one? The FA-18 into thunder, the, the lightning strike. Okay, I well, like it. we'll do that one then. Simo, can you get 20 seconds on the clock for us, please? Uh, yeah. Um, is that, is that, are we done? Uh, yeah. Just wait another eight seconds. Oh, okay. What, how's Eight it? seconds to mentally. G'day, listeners. So. How are you going? How's everything doing? This is the you're Simo Show. Here on Radio 88.9 this, FM. This is on radio. Go! Uh, Battlefield Earth. Uh, Either Cage or, or Travolta. Cage or Travolta. Oh, it's 50, well, 50. it's 50 50. Uh, Cage. Uh, Bangkok Dangerous. Uh, um, uh, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, boom. She got that. Peggy Sue got married. John Travolta? Uh, look who's talking. Uh, <laughs> it's 50-50, John Travolta. And Boris and Natasha, the movie. That sounds terrible. Um, uh, Nicolas Cage. We got the... <laughs> the 
found it. I found it. He found the cough. Thank goodness. For nice that. work. Uh, I know you got one there, so you at least got five hundred. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, thanks for spoiling yeah, sorry. it. You know, I know she got five hundred. You were so points. excited because you actually got one right, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. Equally excited. Finally. No, actually, I, I just agreed with her. I didn't actually think of it myself. Okay, here we go. Battlefield Earth. First of all, you said Nicolas Cage. Have we got the buzzer and the tick? Uh, yes. Oh, this, the is tick gonna, this is going to be... I mean, this It'll is... It'll be like the, the Maximus, the gladiator thing with the thumbs like up a, or the thumbs down. It's and like a real radio show. I know, right? Uh, as it. Wait, was this <laughs> the one you wanted? What a stupid idea is that? No, that wasn't the one you that wanted. That clearly wasn't. How it, about no. this one? Uh, yes. Yeah. There. there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So that. I just, I have keep that one. Just keep your. Um, so Battlefield Earth. You said Mimi. You said Nicholas Cage. It is in fact John Travolta. It's John Travolta's uh, Ode to Scientology. For those right. of you who haven't seen it, it is possibly the worst movie ever made. Okay. Um, well, at least I have, I have an excuse for seeing not Sitting on about three percent on the old Rotten Tomatoes website at the moment. Wow. Okay. I didn't know it went that low. Bangkok Dangerous. Simo, you. Uh, oh, she's got you, this. You politely gave that away. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> boom. That was well Nicholas Cage. Oh, no, that's, that's bacon. No, that's not what I wanted. This one. There we go. Fantastic. The sound um, all thespians like to be hear. Be prepared oh, to abruptly stop the applause. Peggy Sue, <laughs> Peggy Sue got married. Uh, you said John Travolta is, in fact, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Unfortunate there. Uh, moving on to... So we're on, we're on 100 points, though, at the moment. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Like, that's I'd, I'd be happy with 100 points yep. at anything. So uh, number four, look who's talking. You said John Travolta is, in fact, John Travolta. Oh, there well, we go. That. Fantastic. Well, there What we was go. that? Give us the details. Uh, look who's talking. It was... Uh, it was they made two or three of those John Travolta movies. Okay. Um, not quite as bad as Battlefield Earth, but not not really great. <laughs> so like like five percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, maybe five six percent. I'm not oh. quite. I mean, they made two sequels or something, so it can't have been that bad. I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure Kane will give us the Rotten Tomatoes. I like how the the fact of the matter is that um, Mim hasn't seen too many bad movies, and the two actors she's had to, to decide from has been <laughs> Nicholas Cage and John Travolta. And I picked some of their Rough. worst movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to make it more uh, more difficult just That's to stun some people. Uh, I just have really discerning taste in movies, apparently. Number five. Now, <laughs> I think your comment was this one came out was, that sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> Boris and Natasha, the movie. Uh, don't ask me what on earth it's about. Um, this Boris actor, and Natasha? This, uh, this actor, who, what, what are they? Are they secret agents? Are they superheroes? Maybe Wait, they're what was the, it? Boris and Natasha, the movie. Wow. No. Maybe they were the, maybe one of them was a vegan and one of them was the virgin. They both had superpowers. Sounds like um, sounds more on the lines based of on your two lives. Maybe kind of the two mm. guys that didn't make the casting well, for apart Ocean's from Eleven. The fact that is a girl's name. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, guys, it's a colloquial term. Um, you said Nicolas Cage. Simo, have we got the the sound effects ready? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's John Travolta. Oh, you're killing me. It is John Travolta. He he made a cameo. <laughs> it was as himself. <laughs> Uh, probably running away to not be in the background of one of the shots, but he was in that anyway. So at the end of the round, uh, 200 points. Nice. That's, that's, I'd still be pretty happy. <laughs> that's with quality. That. That's about... That's our new leader. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> 195 points clear. My goodness. Absolutely so blitz. Tune that. in next week when we're playing for 1 million points per question. <laughs> that's it. Exponentially. It just gets exponentially better, much okay. like the program. Oh, exactly. And you can you can, you can, you can tell. tell. What are we going with next, Simo? <laughs> what do we want to roll on with now? Lovers in Bloom, Hearts. Yeah. I want to rock. But just don't <laughs> don't rock out too hard if you are no, if in you a rock car. out too hard, a certain part of your appendage <laughs> comes out. <and> just <laughs> lower lower appendage, yeah. Yeah. Um, but don't also don't rock out too hard if don't you're if you're driving hard. in a particular neighbourhood no where doubt, you might no doubt rocking out too hard in his car was this fellow from Clevelly Park. Yeah. Now this is a 
bit. This is a couple of weeks old now, but I've been wanting every week. I've been saying, "I want to want talk to talk about this." this and I, I just, I always forget. Every week, you found something to take up time, so I, I don't know, guys. Imagine, uh, imagine uh, coming home from work one day, or coming home from being out, and finding that someone's <laughs> driven into the side of your house. Bummer. Someone's crashed their car through the your fence, in through the front through the yard, fence, boom! Ruined the petunias, yep. ruined the azaleas. Yep. The agapanthers are never going to grow back after it. But most of all, they've ruined house. something else. They've ruined uh, an they've, enterprise. They've, they've, ruined, they've ruined quite a good little scam you had going on inside <laughs> your house. <laughs> now, uh, this was from Clavelli Park a couple of weeks ago. A man. Now, whether he was driving erratically, whether yeah. he was rocking out too hard, doesn't matter now. Doesn't matter now. He tore through a fence, crashed into the side of a house. Where police have then discovered a indoor <laughs> hydroponic marijuana cell. <laughs> uh, it's now, unbelievable. It's in our like, own backyard. As South, far, sweet South Australia. As far as you know, that that poor guy oh coming home, he just sees a car at the side of his house. He goes, "Oh, someone's hit my house. Oh no, I remember what's in the <laughs> yeah. The, the penny, the, just the, the moment when the penny would drop for that poor, that, yeah. not, that poor. He's a drug dealer, not a poor. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that scum of the earth. <laughs> what would you report first, Mim? Would you report, say, if you're calling up and saying, I've had an accident, would you say, I've discovered a drug lab? You say, I've crashed well, my I feel like, um, yeah, you'd really want to push the fact that you'd actually done something good for the community. <laughs> it's like, you know what, I may have got into a bit of an accident, but think of all the, these drugs that won't probably be circulated. Yeah, probably a pea plater or something, and he's just gone, called up mum and dad, guys, I've got good news and bad news. <laughs> Give us the bad news first. Bad news is I've crashed the car. Good news is I've discovered a drug <laughs> ring under our noses and I'm now a hero. Yeah, good Good. Good news is I've performed a, like a citizen's Phone arrest. Phone the police. <laughs> yeah. Phone I mean, the hello like, police, I've got good news and bad news. Bad news, I've had a reported car accident. Good news, get the sniffer dogs out here. They'll have a field day. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's just, that's one of those feel-good stories. Just karma. Karma. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, on one hand, you'd think that, you know, the, the homeowners probably wouldn't want to you know, to sue him for the damages of their property. Oh, I guarantee the homeowners are home. Just, nah, it's fine, mate. It's fine. Just, just back the car up. Just, I'll pay for the. I'll pay for your damage. Actually, just, just <laughs> right along, mate. Get Forget the, everything just, you didn't know. Didn't say anything here. Yeah. Do you want some for the road? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you. Just, just don't talk to anyone. It's one way to know the game is up, I guess, isn't it? What if it was a? Uh, my, see, my theory on this is that it was a a jilted ex uh, buyer, ah, right, or potentially someone involved in the ring. In well, you have been writing a lot of Gilmore Girls scripts, so maybe uh-huh. you're just and looking I, further I, into this story. I do remember that that tear jerking episode <laughs> when uh, when Rory discovered Lorelai's uh, marijuana <laughs> <laughs> in the attic. It was quite a confronting episode, and we'll oh, have the script mate. for that next Ooh, week to see my yeah. to read out. So can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's just yeah, like as far as things, you know, as far as coming home to bad things, that's yeah. I mean, car in the house, well, you can get over that. Discovering a marijuana crop, not Oof, great. Wow, not great. And so, where was this? Clavelli Park. Who's who's local areas? That's not uh, that's not our, uh, it's not Chris, is it? Oh, I don't know. We'll, hey, we'll have Park. to find out who. I don't know. We'll find. have to find out who's had a little we'll bit. Get, of, can we get Kane onto that? Kane, if you're still yeah, listening, fact checker. Probably tuned out when we started reading <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Chris, but yeah. If you're there by any chance, uh, Kano, give us a give us a message. Shout out. Uh, shout out to Joe if you're there as well, mate. We miss you. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably he's playing his game. Uh, what time is it? Oh, it's it's nine thirty-five. He'd be playing his mixed netball game right now. Oh yeah, right. Um, but hopefully he gets oh, on the pod- hopefully he gets on the podcast because I said I'd give him a big shout out. So. Uh, Oh, while we're at it, probably should uh, shout out to my grandma. Oh, hey, brilliant. Grandma uh, Mim. Yeah, called call me on the, the bus lady. on the way home and she she had the radio preset 
to the station. Oh my but I'm not sure that anything's on at like 6pm. No, so she we, was we're all the way. It's, just, we're it's static hard. until 8pm and we're then we near, come up for two hours and it's static again. Yeah, we're near 24-7. It's like SBS in the oh, 1970s. Well then, then she's probably not listening because I don't think she found the station. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you are, Grandma, hey, how you doing? Good. Simo, any shout-outs you want to give there? Well, you're texting them all anyway, I can uh, see. So just texting me a shout out. Goodness, I'm getting some great news. Do you want to talk about this? this I'm trying this to organise mosquito here. festival, Simo. Sure. While we're doing that. Why not? Yeah, I was going to go to a, a track. Hey, okay. So it's a Russian thing. Of course it is. So, it's always a Russian. I mean, yeah. in Soviet Russia, you were sting mosquito. <laughs> a lot of their, a lot of their organisation and community of interest, obviously, um, is grown out of the fact that they have, you know, vodka shots with breakfast. Uh, this was a Russian mosquito festival, and it's 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 basically about the more bites that you get, the better, which is rather outrageous considering the fear uh, with the Zika virus mm. that they have uh, continued on with this one. I'm not even Clearly, just, just the malaria. Just <laughs> yeah, zero uh, zero fire trucks given about the Zika virus. Can we swear? Can we say? What? Uh, you can. I don't know. Hold up. I got a cough button ready. Tell me when you're going to do it. Uh, three, two, one. <laughs> um, there you go. Uh, this was a particular <laughs> town known as Berezniki in Russia. Berezniki. Yep. you got to say it with that rush. Berezniki. Yeah, and so it's every, the Gilmore Girls script everyone, the hang, <laughs> everyone hangs out, plays music. I got job. Mother, yeah. Rory, I got job. <laughs> <laughs> what, where? Supermarket uh, with Yuri. Well, here you go. One of the... One of the uh, At Stanford Gazette. <laughs> it's less than I spend on gas to get there. But a job, writing job. <laughs> but the Heat also had... Yes. Here's, a, here's a name for you. Yana Solyakaya. Yeah, that's actually... That's that's what Lorelai translates oh, right. to in Russian from the Gilmore Girls. Um, so, yeah, there were people in mosquito costumes and waiting around to get see who could get bitten the oh, most. Oh, so they were in mosquito costumes no, no, getting no, stung by mosquitoes. No, no, that was just the mascot. Like, there was a mascot no, no there. No wonder they were getting stung by mosquitoes. People were playing music, mosquitoes just hanging a out. a giant life-size, a human-size <laughs> mosquito. I've got to have me a piece of that. It's like how there was the Lantern Festival in Handorf this on the weekend. There was? It's there exactly was. like the Lantern yeah, Festival yeah, yeah. It's stung Handorf. by the Except lanterns. How many lanterns can you get? <laughs> how many lanterns can you yeah. set on fire? Exactly. Uh, but this was, uh, <clears throat> you know, everyone's seen... Uh, sitting around playing music, singing, or, you know, there's food stalls and everything like that. And then you count up, you know, you slap your mosquitoes throughout the evening and then by the end you count them up and work out who in fact so is... So you have to leave the dead mosquito, like, slapped on your skin? Uh, I imagine I they circle it probably or they'd have some kind of numerical system. I mean, the Russians are probably getting tattoos. I'd just be there with a needle just, just like, tapping myself yeah, in that's the it. arm. Or the, the old prison some, bar, the old prison bar count. Yeah. What is that referred? Is that the term that's, for the? Yeah, but that's normally about how many people they've killed in prison, Simon. <laughs> well, not how many times they've been stung by a mosquito in prison. I, I'm saying it's versatile. <laughs> uh, it's the, the, the universal the application of this system. <laughs> the counting yeah. system for all ages and for everything. Yes, yep. but Russian uh, mosquito festival. The winner, in fact, was uh, Arina Elyukhina. Yeah, and she Rory, won, Rory Gilmore in English. She won the tastiest girl category with 43 bites to show. In how many? In how long? How long did it take to to get those bites? One afternoon. An afternoon. Oh. Yeah. Just sounds uncomfortable. What yeah. a what a dreadful. Well, she's afternoon. nine, what so you know. Really good. Yeah, she's nine years old. There. So you know, it'll what was just her be name? one of those horrific. What was her name? It'll just be one of Laura those horrific L- memories that further defines the rest of your existence. What was her name again, Simon? Fantastic. Uh, Irina 
El Yucahina. Arena, you have to win this <laughs> mosquito <laughs> competition. Yes, yeah, so she managed Cannot to afford bread. She managed to achieve it by berry picking in the surrounding area where the festival was held, and she was awarded a ceramic cup in recognition of. <laughs> 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 she was well, that's worth the 43 stings <laughs> into the first place. Yeah, yeah. In, rec- in recognition of the welts all over her legs. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. But, I mean, they're having a good time. That's what they do for fun over there. Ah, Cano's. Got- sorry, Cano's chimed in with where Lavelli <laughs> Park is. Between Pasadena and Mitchell Park, which right. uh, kind of explains why there's a drug bus going on down there. <laughs> do we work out who's electric? Yeah, who's electric? That's what we want. That's oh, what we want. That was, uh, was, no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, look, Kano, Kano, get on get on to us. When you're ready. Whose electorate was that? Sorry, Simo, I did interrupt you there. No, 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 no not, not at all. Talk I'm all good. Russian mosquito people jab stuff. Yep. Well, she's probably... more girls in Russian. We'll go back to that if we, if we have time at the end. <laughs> well, you know, she's probably going through... Because I mean, I'm staying at Lens. I don't know what you want me to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is hipster shakes. Oh, that's Black, Black Pistol Fire. There you go. Very that old school. Finished. That finished. A duo there, just guitar and drums. I think uh, Mim apparently wants to join that band it's by the sounds of it. Only two instruments you need. Yeah, just take over the drum part from what I saw, a bit of uh, <laughs> air drumming going on over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm a master at uh, steering wheel drumming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've made that into like an art form. That could form. be a new Olympic nice. sport. Yeah. What? New Olympic sport. Uh, uh, steering wheel drumming. Yeah. Yeah. Does, do they just come out, like, do they bring their steering wheel? They don't need a car. They just bring the steering just wheel bring out. Just bring the steering wheel <laughs> onto the track and field stadium yeah. and they just, the whole crowd goes silent and then that song comes It's on. a new track and field thing. So, you know how they have to do discus. They have to do, what's the... the Shot put. Yeah. Hammer throw. Hammer throw. The steering wheel throw. <laughs> <laughs> the steering wheel drum to follow. You get, like, extra points for the... The rhythms. Uh, and creative flair. Yeah. 100%. I think they'd probably have to use a similar critique to air guitar, right? Yes, definitely. Would that be fair? Also, what kind of critique is that, though? I a, no uh, an Olympic sport that's not being tapped into. Oh, air guitar. So many opportunities. The Damon, if you're still listening, there's your list for next week. On to oh, it. no, he did that last week, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Stopped yeah, he did. Well, I hope air guitar and steering wheel drumming made it into that list. Otherwise, it was just not really worth it. Well, here's a community <laughs> announcement for you while we go back and check if he, uh, if he mentioned those. Welcome back to the 88.9 FM Hills Radio Studio. This is Simon here yeah, of the Simo Show. Yeah. Josh, Thanks also of the Simo Show. Taking all the credit. Yeah. All of the credits. Not called the Josh Show or no. anything, is it? No. Joshi. <laughs> yes. That's a working. We'll, we'll talk about that But the place has been taken over by the glow of Mimsa. It how sure have has. How have you found it? Oh, this has been enlightening. <laughs> enlightening. This is two weeks in a row when we found, probably found someone a bit uh, who could probably take over your job, Simo. Yeah, no, it's a common. I don't know th- why you keep bringing these people in. <laughs> yeah, it's a common theme. I always like to bring in people more talented Join us than next I. Next week when we find a some random guy on the street, yeah. just so he's <laughs> not really good, and Simo's just like feels safe for another week. No, 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 no. The idea is that uh, I keep bringing in the uh, the quality, and eventually I will rise to their level. I promise you, I'll try. Still waiting. We might. We might. <laughs> It's Simo's cast of thousands. We aren't into the millions before we find that one. But anyway. Well, that's it. It's 9.44. My goodness, if you're still up, it's Tuesday tomorrow. Bed. So take the day Your off. Life. No one likes a Tuesday. Really? I mean, yeah. uh, they tend to be pretty quiet. Yeah, I heard Bob Geldof didn't like Tuesday. Mon- yeah. yeah, one of the two. <laughs> Mondays or Tuesdays. I think there's, but there's also a song that I've heard recently. Um, it's Ruby a, Tuesday I by the Beatles. Tuesday. <laughs> Okay. And it's oh, it's pretty. 
Um, but I, I just thought it was funny because, um, you know, you always hear about people hating Mondays. and Like Bill Go- Bob Geldof hates Mondays. Well, we're going to sneak in. This is a track. Tell me why. This is a, tra- <laughs> this is, this is a, tra- <laughs> this is a track for Josh Chatwin because I never do anything he wants to do. Uh, yes. Uh, have a pick, mate. Have a pick. Look, uh, I am, I am, am, from the AM. from the a- from the album. Can we go from the AM album too? We are on the Let's AM do album. That AM album. Yeah. Look, can we go? It. it I. I haven't heard this song in so long. Okay. It's, it's the most popular song off that album. Yes. Do I want to know number number three? I think it. Number okay. Two or three. Right. Came the hottest one hundred. Just a. Doom. Just oh. It Doom. just really does it for me. That song. Doom. There it is. Sorry, I was I was, I was so many bars early. Oh. Speaking of being uh, bars early, uh, you are sorting out what music you're going to be singing and making sure that you're not early on your cues for <laughs> uh, some a uh, little bit of night music that's coming up in Give us a plug. what yeah. Sunday. Give us a plug. Yeah. Uh, so not the coming Sunday. Okay. Next okay. 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 Uh, so two weeks yesterday. Oh. Uh, so there is this. Fabulous little initiative that happens uh, in it's Adelaide. Your song. <laughs> oh, mate. Um. <laughs> for those of you, for those of you who uh, haven't so realised, I have a uh, thoroughly magnificent corked thigh, and I am currently uh, what do they call it? Elevating. Stretching. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the ice technique. Rest. Uh, the rest, wait, the rice, ice, the rice technique, uh, rest, compression, <laughs> elevation. I should know this. So you <laughs> rice, <laughs> you isolate. Between you two, I reckon you guys should take a first aid course. I reckon it'd be brilliant. Uh, that's that's scary thing is I have taken a first aid course. <laughs> but those um, things last a long time. It worries me. It was that, and also just the dulcet tones of Mim's voice. I actually felt like I was at home just watching TV or yeah. something. Mm. I was really. I just about fell asleep. I was just. Oh, this is lovely. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad Good you feel, you know, comfortable and while she's just <laughs> yeah. talking about her, her draft. Her That's craft. it. Oh, so draft? Yeah. What's draft? I don't know. But you've seen me f- fall asleep at the cricket. I've seen you. you yeah. You never, a, never one to fall asleep at a normal place. When I'm place. comfortable, with, when I'm with my friends, I really just... In the middle of 30-odd thousand <laughs> screaming three. cricket fans. I <laughs> fell asleep. Just had a I'm genuine bit yes. of a nana nap and then... Uh, yeah, I often do it in things that I enjoy. So when I was in the Boy Scouts, I also fell asleep in a hamburger. In a hamburger. Yes, that must in have a, been a giant I hamburger. In, or you were a very small was, boy scout. It was, it was, um, was that like I'm when so they shrink the magic school bus to go inside someone and they shrunk you inside a hamburger? Uh, We've got to find the meat. <laughs> Still looking. It was, uh, it was, no, that's just a horse. <laughs> it was a, it was an early morning breakfast and obviously scouts, you know, they don't necessarily, you know, yeah, yeah, you don't, your pyramid's not too great in regards to your eating methods. And yeah, no, it was a hamburger. I was just dead tired and just pillow, boom. I. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, do go Tastiest on. Tastiest pillow ever. We were, derailed, <laughs> we were derailed there. Sorry. So, so now that you're comfy. I am. Uh, Get him a hamburger, he'll be even comfier. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there is this really awesome thing called Broadway Sessions, mm-hmm. which is the uh, brainchild of two dear friends of mine, Peter Johns and Scott Reynolds. Yes. Uh, and Currently in their ears about coming on this program. Yeah. Which they promised they, should they used it. the big M word. Might. <laughs> mm, um, maybe not. So, uh, yeah, essentially... Mm, no way in hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, what happens is uh, at the, on the last Sunday of every month, uh, they host this um, open mic session. I tell people that I'm going to do open mic and they think that I'm doing stand-up comedy. Uh, but, no, it's uh, uh, open mic singing. Mm, very cool. Of um, specifically uh, show tunes, so show 
uh, songs from musicals or songs written by musical theatre composers. Uh, and it's an awesome event. Um, it's really cool to see like seasoned performers up against, not against because it's not a competition, it's um, uh, they're next to um, newcomers and people who are just getting started. Um, so essentially what happens is a couple of weeks before um, before the performance, you'll lodge a couple of, like, lodge a submission and say, hey, thinking of doing either one of these songs. Sometimes there's a theme. We've had like gender bender before. So guys sing girl songs and vice yeah, versa. Cool. Um, duets and such. Um, there was an adults only month a couple of months ago, which was hilarious. Um, yeah, so essentially you give them a couple of suggestions and they'll go through and decide which ones will work. Um, and who they have time to schedule. And uh, Peter and uh, is the MD as well, music director and uh, pianist. And then he has a really great band of Lewis Can on uh, guitar, bass, bass, apologies, bass, uh, and Max Liotto on drums. <laughs> Don't know I said the bass man. That's the no, bass man. No, no. And, um, yeah, they're this really awesome three-piece band who, um, like, and, and Peter does all the arrangements for, um, you know, 20 odd numbers that happen on the night and the whole idea of it being open mic is that you don't rehearse beforehand you just get up and sing and whatever happens happens. much like what we do on this show yeah yeah so i mean you guys could give it a go because you got so much um so much practice just doing stuff on the fly i thought she was going to use a different p word there potential (laughs) (laughs) practice wouldn't be the word i use so much poor Poor. poor quality (laughs) skills So um, much, but I don't know what I'm saying. No. <laughs> Wait, of course, I... So much piss wick material. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we could probably put we together try. a duet. We, we do try here. Yeah. A bit of a duet. Duet? Yeah, I'll You've be, got some pipes. I can that get the uh, that one that one afternoon where, oh, I, where I heard the top jazz Phil. Hey! There he is. Just rock Jazz up. Phil, he's coming up relatively shortly. Uh, that one, what was it, the band? Uh, that was Queens of the Stone Age. What was the track? Sat by the Ocean. Yeah, I Sat by the Ocean. He has sat a lot. It ocean. must have been Top C or something. He Glorious. really, yeah, the uh, falsetto is strong in this one, if you know what I mean. <laughs> now. But, uh, that, that, uh, that's reserved for special occasions, Simon, so. <laughs> well, the moments that's we it. Together. Broadway Sessions is a uh, special event. Yeah, so uh, get on last Sunday of every month at um, Nexus Cabaret uh, in the city, just off um, North Terrace. And it's a really, really awesome event. It's so um, a really, really supportive environment. And, yeah, it's really great. Lots of fun. Very cool. Now, you had the actually, just quickly before we go into what did we learn on the show this evening. Oh, yes. You had the opportunity to host this particular thing at I one point did. in time. I did. I hosted almost a year ago now because, I know this, because um, this coming month, August is its first birthday. Um, so, and I hosted the, the second one in September last year and that was awesome. Although I did have a really terrible sinus infection and I could not really speak and couldn't sing, although still like struggled to get through one of my numbers. It was a bit more of like a a comedy routine. Yeah. So I went through, I think I went through like three or four litres of water without even realising because, like, I would I would come off stage and, like, just down all this water while the person was performing and get back on stage and try to, like, croak my way through announcing this. Although I did find out because um, you'd, like, include bits of people's bios and stuff and I found out that I was 
like my French accent was really, really good with this husk. Uh, yes. So I'd be like, oh yes, and this person was in such and such, such and Les Miserables. <laughs> and, and I just milked that because it was the only thing that was going well go, was my go, pronunciation. And it go perfect with Simo's husky uh, Lorelei Gilmore <laughs> voice. <laughs> well, what, what can I say? Mm. You know. Oh, yeah. oh, maybe I'll go. Rory. Maybe. Maybe I'll, maybe, you got a job. Maybe, maybe I'll go French next time for you. What did you learn on the uh, program this Let's evening, Mim? To Today I learnt that disclaimer for the kitties. Uh, if Santa were to get to every household every <laughs> night, uh, kids go to bed right now. <laughs> uh, what was the terminology? How do we describe uh, what would happen? Well, I said evaporated, but I think the proper term is disintegrated. <laughs> yes, with the the speed at it which would he would need to. Uh, to fly. Yeah, probably a future career path for Usain. Mm, absolutely. All righty. Well, 80 seconds. Well, say goodbye, everyone. We're going home. So long, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank That's you it. for having me, guys. So, uh, say goodbye, Josh. Yeah, goodbye. Say goodbye. Later. Say goodbye, Mim. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. So long.